We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Tuesday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at Rotocurve, Rotowire, and as a feature at, featured writer at DraftKings Playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher for your download convenience. So if you get a chance to rate and review us, don't forget to do so and share and subscribe. Benny, welcome to show number three of three on this Monday. Uh, here we're talking about the five-game slate in action uh, for February second, two thousand sixteen. Are you ready? Yeah, I could talk basketball all day, so this is easy for me. Yeah, you know what? I like this. You know, this may sound weird, and I know that we're sort of opposites in this spot, but I actually like the five-game slate better than the nine-game slate. I feel like I have like a, a solid roster of exactly who I want to pinpoint and how it's going to work out. I, I, I like my chalk options. I like my cheap options. And so let's go ahead and just jump into it, break it down. Let's talk, let's talk about the point guard position here today. Uh, we got some of the higher-paced teams on the slate. We got Houston. We got the the official new worst team in the league, the Phoenix Suns with the coaching change. We got Milwaukee. Portland should be paced up. And then our favorite target, L.A. Lakers, in terms of, you know, uh, bad defense that we can get exposed to here. So what are you doing uh, in terms of starting out your lineups at the point guard position? 
Honestly, I really, really like Patrick Beverly in this spot. He's been playing more minutes, and his price, if it stays down in that 4,200 range, I there's a lot of guys that I want to pay up for here, so point guard is someplace that I'm going to have to go cheap. I think he's one of the best mispriced salary-saving options that are that are on the slate. So he is literally going to be one of the guys that makes a lot of my rosters. If I have the money to pay up for, though, I think my favorite player on the slate is probably Kyle Lowry going up against Phoenix. Um, Phoenix plays at that high pace. We know that they basically don't stop anybody. Guards have been having big games against them. And if I have to take... You actually get a, a five $600 discount off of Kyle Lowry from Damian Lillard. Um, and I think that Lowry is in a better spot in the paced-up game against Phoenix than Lillard is in the uh, you know game against a, a Milwaukee team that's got long defenders at every position and guys that can block shots. And you know they don't rebound incredibly well, but you know they got five guys that can all go grab some rebounds. So of the two guys to pay up for, I think I like Lowry the most. Um, probably going to be the high scorer at the position on the day. But I think the best value is easily Patrick Beverly because he's twelve to fifteen hundred dollars cheaper. At least he was in his last game. Than you know other options that you can consider like Drogic or, or Clarkson or Smart, and I think he can get you just as many fantasy points. Yeah, I've been playing Beverly. You know this. I we've been consulting each other on on lineups that we're uh, building and stuff, and we've played Patrick Beverly at every single opportunity at our like our number two guard slot like on DraftKings or fancy mm-hmm. draft or what have you utility and we're talking about 7x value in three of the past four and then if you go four out of five 6.2x value with 26 fancy points and the price is holding the price has been at 4200 yeah. since as far back as january 20th so yeah supreme value must play in our, in our option and you know no one's ever scared about um, miami you know point guard defense with you know udra and Drogic overall um, Drogic is not a bad defender, but he's not a great defender either. So, um, you know, definitely can get some exposure to there uh, as well. I do like Damian Lillard up top, um, you know, as well as Kyle Lowry. I mean, uh, Kyle Lowry is going up against Phoenix defense, uh, which, you know, you could make some hay. The only problem that you have to worry about is, you know, because he's been playing 30, 36 minutes in excess basically all the way back to like the first of the year for the most part. I think he's only had two games where he's played 35. So it's heavy, heavy usage. And the only problem is this might be the first time he doesn't play 35 minutes against Phoenix because they're so bad uh, right now. But that, regardless of that, he's still probably a top play and good uh, a lock for 40 fantasy points. So I'm in there as well. Damon Lillard, uh, I, I'm fine getting some exposure to as well. And I know this has not worked out like as well as we had, you know, uh, as of late. Zach Levine has sort of disappointed um, overall. But the LA Lakers cures all. In my mind, so I will jump, you know, jump on the train one more time as well. Maybe it's probably just something that you limit to GPPs overall. But if you're ever going to get right or go big, it's going to be against the LA Lakers. It doesn't matter if it's at home or on the road. So I can see some exposure happening there. Uh, short slate there as well. So anybody else you want to talk about? You want to get some exposure to some some of your favorite guys like um, Marcelo Huertas? Yeah, no. I am uh, either saving with Beverly, or if I do pay up or go two point guards here. Um, it's probably going to be Lowry, who's the guy that I'm targeting. You sure you don't want to use these some of these uh, super home run plays like Andre Miller, Tyus Jones, Terry Rozier? Well, like I said, if Beverly's 4,200, he's all the home run that you need. So don't mess with these other guys that you know stink. Are getting zero minutes? Yeah. <laughs> just let's see if I could get somebody uh, like uh, just like oh Tyus Jones. No, no, no. Those guys. Just I'm messing around. Those guys yeah. are all terrible. I mean, it's a, and this is part of the reason why I don't love a short slate because. I feel like a lot of a lot of the options become chalk because 
there just there's so few. Like if you're saving at point guard to me, you're you're almost automatically drawn to Patrick Beverly. There there isn't much else down in that cheap range that's even worth considering when you put them side by side. The, I could see I see it both ways. I feel like it's like I don't miss anything, and I can nail down exactly who is a good pivot that is of potential value. You know, but you you are right. There's definitely going to be more similar lineups than not. Um, um, in, in this spot here, you know, and I don't know if we mentioned Corey Joseph as well, but if this turns out to a blow-up potential situation, he could be on the upside of 25 minutes as well. So, yeah. so a- another guy to sort of file away and keep in your back pocket uh, for potential fantasy value on Tuesday. All right, we got the beard up, we got DeRozan, CJ McCollum, Dwayne Wade, some big boys here at the shooting guard position, which is what I like when talking about this slate. So I know that there was like you know only. Uh, 10 teams in action, but there's some still some decent options uh, overall. So how do you have this shaking out here uh, for Tuesday at shooting guard? Yeah, um, when Harden and Wade have gone up against each other, you know, I checked these game logs before we got on the air, actually. Um, earlier this year, they played Harden, put up 39 fantasy points, which, you know, again, for his 10K price is not really a, a good game. Last year, they played twice. He went 39 in the one game and 52 in the other game. So 52 would have been solid although not spectacular and 39 again would have been a you know pretty bad game for the price at the time so I don't really love Harden today um the Rosen against Phoenix is a really good spot I think that's a good matchup to look at um Wade going up against Harden defense I think is a pretty good spot for Wade and he's been putting up some really big games lately so I think you can ride his hot hand and then Chris Middleton going up against Portland you know Portland plays fast CJ McCollum is really not a great defensive player so I think Middleton is in play too. So the Rosen, Wade, Middleton um, are the three guys that I'm looking at. Wade is probably my favorite because I think he's the cheapest of those three based on recent pricing. Um, so D Wade is probably going to be the way I go in a paced up game against Houston uh, with James Harden or his lack of defense on the other side. Yeah, for value overall, I could see how you can you're you're, you're inter- more interested in getting exposure to Wade than James Harden. But uh, James Harden has been. Um, such an overall monster here in, you know, what, since January 20th overall, since he had that bad stretch. He only had one bad game since San Antonio Spurs, which to me is almost like it didn't happen. His price has not moved, and it should have moved because we're talking about a guy who's been in the 60s in three of the past four games outside of the San Antonio game, and the one game below that was 57 overall. You know what I mean? And uh, granted, there are not great defensive matchups in that set, uh, overall, but you know Harden more than anybody else is sort of a, like a streaky player, and it's mostly related to his shot, and his shot is falling right now. We're talking about a guy who scored 40, then 33 before that, and then you know outside of the San Antonio game scored 35. So 33 are better in three straight games, and has been either rebounding or assisting at a double double level. And you know, and don't forget like two triple doubles since January 20th as well. So I think you need to make a like for me, I'll make a stronger case for playing James Harden than than normal. I would actually sort of lean towards James Harden the way he's rolling for the extended price tag versus Demar Derozan, and where, where this could be limited minutes for him against Phoenix uh, as well. But I love the Dwayne Wade call. Chris Milton, I'll have some exposure to as as uh, as well. I mean, if you want to be contrarian and go cheap, uh, the price should continue to fall on Archie Goodwin unless he sort of blows up. Um, uh, I, was was Phoenix on the schedule yesterday? I'm not totally sure. Um, I'm going to doubt it because that would. I don't be, know if it was yesterday be, or Saturday. They I think played. Was, they played one day this week, and I forget which one. They played yesterday, so there's a good chance that they didn't play. They're not playing three straight games. I don't think any NBA team has. 
So, um, you know, Archie Goodwin is a little bit more of a gamble for me. I probably would fade him against Kyle Lowry defense uh, in the spot. But Devin Booker is a guy that you can, that you you talked about, you made a case for overall as a, as somebody you can get some um, some extra exposure to as well. I'm I'm okay with that as well. And as long as Langston Galloway continues to hang in the lineup, it's not a great defensive matchup against um, uh, the Boston Celtics uh, there as well. But this is a guy who you only need like about 20 ish fantasy points, 21, 22 to get five times value overall and has produced, you know, levels of nine and 10 X, but granted those games came without Carmelo Anthony, but he may hang in the lineup for here next minute time while Jose Calderon is out for however long he's out. So I think it's at least worth mentioning. I don't know if I'll roster him, but he is playing at home and is getting the minutes as of late. So there's a little cheap pivot for you. If you want to come off the top or, you know, throw, um, uh, a cheapie that is not a point guard into your guard or utility slot. All right, before we move on to the small forward position, I want to let you know that rotowire.com slash pod is your official spot to get your 10-day free trial uh, and take advantage of today. You love the site that we're talking about here. You listen to the podcast. You want to get the information that we have available for you on this free trial, 10 days uh, available, rotowire.com slash pod. Gets you all the lineup optimizer for all the major sports, including NBA, MLB, NFL, college football, soccer, NHL, and more. Up to the mid depth charts, customizable league projections. You want to read about esports, by the way. We have cover esports coverage, MMA coverage, uh, all the kind of details that you're looking for, as well as along with complete draft kits for all the major sports uh, that are above in an online and magazine format. Don't forget to check it out, rotowire.com slash pod, 10-day free trial. Tell them Josh and Benny sent you. Small forward is up here on tap, and like we said at the very top, um, not as many big names, uh, but I think there's actually some like a little more value in value town uh, available at the small forward position, which is why we can make a case for paying up at one of the first two spots. So I think I'm going to be in the cheaper area. What's your take on the small forward position for Tuesday? Yeah, I agree. I think I'm going to be in a cheaper area too. But before we go down there, I do want to say that, you know, Houston has been one of the best matchups for power forwards all year. It's a paced up game for Chris Bosch here. Um, Bosch is not too overly expensive. Are we talking about so, small forward or power forward? I thought we were talking about power forward, no? We didn't talk about Melo or Tentacumpo. Ah, uh, you know what? Okay, hold on. Let me go back then. I was, then. Like, wow. I, I was on. I was on the wrong. I was on the wrong page here. All right, Benny. Um, Benny just right, watched well, the toilet case, on small forward. He's like, we don't need to talk about these guys. Yeah, I mean, mostly we don't because if you can afford <laughs> to pay up for him, I think you want to go up and get Melo because he's the guy that can get you the biggest score here. Everybody else underneath him, you know, it's actually a, a pretty weak position on the day. You know, you come down from Melo, you're looking at um. You know, Giannis against Portland, which is actually okay, too. Those are the two plays that I kind of like. Jay Crowder's been losing some minutes. Uh, He's going up against the Knicks, not going to pay for him. I haven't played Al-Farouk Aminu in a while, um, and he's going to be getting some, you know, Giannis defense, so it's not really a good spot for him. Trevor Ariza against a slow-paced Miami team, you know, not really a good spot for him. If Melo's playing, Derek Williams, not really in there anymore. Luau Dang is actually interesting because he's been playing well lately. And if you go down from there, there's not anybody that I'd really look at. So I think that this is a good spot where you can pay up for Melo. Um, you know, he's been putting up 40 to 50 fantasy points. You know, Boston is very good at stopping the guards, but I think that, you know, they've been getting beat by forwards lately. Usually big guys is the way you want to attack the, you know, Knicks, but, I, you know, I'm okay with going up against a lot of Jay Crowder defense too. So for me, if I can afford to, it's probably Melo or... Um, the Greek freak, because there isn't much down there at the bottom. I think the guy who I like next, if I'm spending down, is probably Lou Aldang. 
Wow. Okay. I think I'm going to go with uh, Trevor Reza overall in in this spot. I'm surprised you didn't mention Ariza. Ariza. Not against Miami. N- really? You you yep. I'm not I'm not maybe the DVP numbers tell a different story, but I was never ever like worried about old man Luol Deng. Let me see how bad the, the DVP is. Um Well, it's not middle, only Deng. It's not only Deng too. It's also there might be no white side. My uh, white side Justice Winslow is get, definitely getting minutes. So you know, and he's a good defender overall. But you you have to remember too, Trevor Reese is not a guy that's like really trying to mix it up. He's just trying to bomb away from three for the most part, and then do all the other stuff like that can actually happen on the defensive end, like rebounds, five assists, five steals. Like he put a, a, up against OKC and Kevin Durant, who's you know the Durantula. This guy's seven foot four. So I, I actually like uh, Trevor Reza maybe a little bit more than you do overall, and I think the price is definitely still right. He's been holding at 5500 despite the fact that he's paid off 5.5x in five of the past six games. Only had one hiccup against the San Antonio Spurs. Like to me, like I like we always said, it's almost like it didn't ever happen because we never played him anyway. So and the you know the upside of this here is. Like, you know, a big scoring night that he could potentially have. Like, he had the 29 and 31 in back-to-back games. I don't expect him to do that. I expect him to do something closer to the 30 fancy points he had against Washington and and Otto Porter. But I'm going to be looking for some shares overall because I think he's actually mispriced just a little bit. You take a look at, like, peak value from last season for Trevor Ariza when he was going as good as he had. He actually was a guy who was sitting in the 66, 6700, 68 range and this guy's right now is 5500. So, I think there is about a $1000 discount that's being applied to Trevor Ariza overall and they're playing at a really great pace. Um and you know, Miami definitely plays slower, but this game is at home. Uh as well and so, you know, Houston can still dictate a little bit more pace with the refs on their side um in that matchup. So, I'm in, um, and w- w- you know we can sort of you know battle it tomorrow once we f- start finalizing lineups as well and see, you know which which makes more sense. I'm I'm willing to pivot from it, but like you know there are, like you said there aren't a ton of great value options overall, and Jake Crowder has sort of like taken a, a notch down from the level of production he had been as of late. So I may be more apt to to pay down to Trevor Reza rather than paying up for Greek Feet or 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 Melo in these spots. There are, you're you're right. It is a little barren. Uh, overall at small forward position. Let's talk about the position that Benny wanted to talk about all along. That's a power forward position here. And he wanted to talk about um, Chris like a Bosch. So uh, how good of a play is he for um, Tuesday? I'm going to assume he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's got a great DVP matchup because Houston is very bad at stopping the power forward position. Um, he's going to be in a paced up game against Houston. So there's a lot of positives in his in his corner and he's not that expensive. Plus, if you're missing Whiteside, you know he's going to rebound a little more because he does tend to do a little more rebounding when Whiteside's out. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that are pointing in his direction. Um, if you can afford to pay up for him, I think it's okay. I would prefer to pay up for Mello at small forward if I had to choose between the two because I think you can come down to guys like, you know, hopefully Larry Nance is still out and you can get Julius Randle. He didn't have a great game yesterday, but again, he still put up a double-double. Um, you know, still got you like 27 or 28 fantasy points. So I think that's perfectly fine to look at that. Um, I also really like Jabari Parker. Uh, Parker's got a good matchup against the Portland big men, who we've been picking on a lot lately. And he's a guy who, in seven of his last 11 games, has gone 5x or better. And even in the games where he missed it, he's still gone like 4.4. And, you know, he had one or two, like, 3.5x games thrown in there. But, you know, he's been consistently playing better to the 5 and 6x kind of upside in, in most of his games. And I do think that they're going to be a little bit paced up against Portland here. I do think Portland's front line's weak. 
So his price is still pretty cheap. I think Jamari Parker, probably one of my top plays at the power forward position for Tuesday slate. All right, that's interesting to me because he's been sort of like just totally untrustworthy for me overall. Um, at the at you know just because he's always been essentially fourth or fifth fiddle in that offense. But yeah, the game log support him at least being a little sneakier of a cheaper cash game play. So I could see that overall he's got a top five projection today. Um, for me, I think I'm gonna do do a couple things a little bit differently here as well. As long as Nary Nance Jr. continues to sit out, I will continue to take some shares of Julius Randle. Uh, overall, definitely on DraftKings or on Fantasy Draft, where you get the double double bonus. There, he's been um, a, a, a pretty good bet overall. I mean, Kobe Bryant is still a hater, so that you have that problem. But you know that that matchup against that front line is is something that you can't ignore overall. So I think he's priced appropriately overall um, at at six k. If it rises above that, I'll be a little bit more off of him. But if it holds or dips down, I'm definitely interested as well. And then. Um, I'm just wanted to double check here. Is Gorgie Jang power forward eligible, or do they they list him as a center? No, he's yeah, he's center on DraftKings, but he really is power shouldn't forward be a center. He, he really should not be a center. Like this is one of the problems that we have with like position eligibility on DK and stuff like that because he essentially has not played center all season. Even when he's come up in, in backup minutes as a, overall, I mean, he has played some center, but you really is just playing like in place of of Tayshawn Prince and Kevin Garnett. Those guys, that's three man rotation there overall. So. Kind of sucks because I would like to use him as a, as a, a sort of a pivot uh, overall. Um, but if that's not happening, then there's probably not something you can make a case for overall. And then you know, like like if you want to gamble, and I don't mind it necessarily. If that's sort of the you know you, what you want to do here, I mean you can go with Amari Stoudemire, who has been paying off the price tag at you know forty two hundred. You know with twelve and eight and the double double in the in the last spot. It's, I mean, he, Hassan Whiteside has to be ruled out one. For, you know, I don't love the play, but you know he is super cheap and he has been producing at a decent level. And Houston's front line is horrid. On the other side of that too, I might actually prefer Clint Capella. You have to pay more for overall, but you know the prices dipped down from six k to fifty five hundred, and he had a bad game against Washington uh, overall. But aside from that, you know he's been okay. Uh, not not exciting overall, but you know it, it's a little bit of a better option. Know that knowing that you know that Chris Bosh is in a rebounder, and that Amari Stoudemire could be in that lineup as well. I'd probably gamble on Amari because Capella has been sort of uneven at best. But I, I I think you're you're right here too. Chris Bosh is a lock chalk play, and I would actually probably even prefer you know Porzingis at, at home against against Boston, even though they play great defense, rather than gambling on some of these sketchier options down at the bottom that are probably only GPP only. All right, power forward is done. Before we move on to center, we have to talk about some business here. Handle some business. If you have a business, you need a website. And if you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? So no matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easier for you to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful, you can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be too busy to be worrying about the budget, too busy to worrying about scheduling appointments, too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, center position is where we can dig in here because we got some. We, we were like skin and bones 
We're sort of scrapping for scraps at the power forward position, but we have some much better options and a, do- a number of different directions we can go in here at center. So let's talk about your top options here. Yeah, I think that Carl Anthony Towns has to be at the top of the list right now. He's a little bit cheaper than some of these other guys, um, like a white side, about the same price as a guy like Dwight Howard. He's gone 50, 52, 49, 50, 32, 67, 42 in his last seven games. So at a $7,000 price tag, he's been giving you six, seven, you know, eight, and even nine X on some of these games. His worst game was 4.6 X. Um, I think he's got to be the top option. If you can afford to pay up for him, I think he's one of the best values dollar for dollar on the day. And he goes up against the Los Angeles Lakers defense and our boy Roy Hibbert. So I think he's probably in the best spot. If you want to save, I think his teammate, Gorgie Dang, is also probably the best salary-saving guy that you can find at around $5,000. I would like it a lot more if I knew that Kevin Garnett was going to be out. But he's gone 31, 47, 37 and, you know, about 34 to 35 minutes in his last three games, you know, putting up uh, an average of 12 rebounds, putting up an average of like 18 points. So to me, the two Minnesota big guys are the two guys that are on the top of my list. Yeah, Gorgie Ning has been playing very solid uh, overall, and Big Cat Anthony, Town- Anthony Towns has been crushing his value. So you can uh, make a case for those as well. I love Greg Monroe in this matchup as well. A little, um, he's, you know, top five options still overall, but the price has been super locked in at 7K for the most part. He's been, you know, uh, 6800 up to 7K, so only $200, although he has been crushing the value. Has been a little bit of a down game against Memphis and uh, Miami, who are two better defensive teams overall, especially Memphis is. But uh, aside from that, has been, you know, in the 38 to 41 range in the three games prior to that. It's been double-doubling. Uh, chipping an assist, not a great blo- shot blocker there as well, but I-, I think he's in lock for another 20 and 10 in this matchup against a soft Portland front line. So this is s- sort of matchup you're looking for with a team that doesn't have a true center to match up against a non-true center and Greg Monroe. And this, those are the games in which he does damage. And Portland, we know, is not a solid uh, defensive team overall. So we'll definitely look for some exposure there as well. Now, sliding down further beyond that, uh, if you want to ma- um, make a case for Tyson Chandler, who's been a un- little uneven in terms of production, he w- there was a spot where where everybody felt like he sort of was a must-play. Um, and so that production tailed off there for a little bit of a three-game stretch. Cleveland was a bad matchup, didn't fare well against New York or Philly, but then jumped back into the mix with a double-double two assists, a steal and a block, 36 fancy points against Dallas um, there as well. And, and it's another, uh, you know, decent matchup, not a strong, strong matchup, but, you know, nobody's ever been worried about Jonas Valanciunas um, in the, in the spot. So uh, I can make a case for Tyson Chandler, at least for, at least in uh, GPPs. And then outside of that, you really are, like, have to draw the line, I think, at Gorgie uh, overall. There's no, it's just like, I, you really can't make a case for, for too many other players um, in this spot. I, I will say this, like, this could be a potential spot where, you know, they they match up play with Alex Len. So if you wanted to try to go for value, um, that could be a potential spot. Though. Or if you wanted to play the flip side of that with Jonas Valanciunas because it is Phoenix. And, you know, he, and he should have a better time. He had been pretty consistent in terms of averaging like four and a half to six point two x in every game up until the detroit game which no surprise that he struggled against andre Drummond defense so if you wanted to go with valentunas that would be okay with me as well but i think i'm going to make a make a strong uh case to get exposure to carl anthony towns and to a lesser extent greg greg monroe for all my fantasy lineups overall carl anthony towns has been a, a guy who should be priced at 8k plus 
right now. Yeah, and the price is just a little too good to ignore him right, right now. Right, exactly. Just lo- almost lock talk for me. I'll start my lineups with Carl Anthony Towns, and then I'll be looking to see if I have room for Greg Monroe as well against Portland, and then I'll be going elsewhere at the, at the center position. That's how I'll be handling it overall. Um, and that's going to do it for today's show. Do you want to talk about um, whether or not you're rostering Roy Hibbert um, and his awesomeness? Uh, against the the Minnesota Timberwolves, or to make a case for why Tyler Zeller is underrated, just giving you some options here, some flexibility. Is Roy Hibbert still in the league? <laughs> no, I thought you were. Yeah, gonna... no, I will not. I will not be using Roy Hibbert. Okay, so you're not just because Tariq Black has been um, sent to the D League doesn't mean he's off your radar. Am I right? Who Tyreek Black? Yeah, I'm not rostering him either. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to see. Like if I could just get anything out of you, like you're not tired. So he, black. he he legitimate he legitimately isn't in the league anymore, right? He's in the D league. Yes, he is. Yeah, so, so definitely don't use him in DFS. So in, unless you're playing D league DFS, and I have D league DFS, I don't even know. <laughs> if you can find D league DFS, you're like the people who are playing the Pro Bowl in DFS. Yeah. Like you have a problem. you gotta be. You got to be pretty mad that Jordan McRae is no longer in your D League DFS pool the way he played the other night. Yeah, so. exactly. What about Pierre Jackson? Somebody tweet us some DFS D League stats for all you hardcore people out there. Somebody's like, like creating their own D League. You know what I mean? And like keeping track of stats on Excel. You know what I mean? They're like, oh yeah, Jimmer Fredette went for twenty four and ten. I mean, you know, back in the day, because I'm an old man, but when I first started playing fantasy in my teens, we actually used to, like, you know, get the newspaper out and, yeah, and USA figure out today. how uh-huh, yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day. So. Back in the day. There's somebody right now these, keeping track these, of D-League. Yeah, these, these young bucks listening don't know what that's all about. Right. They're importing the stats from, like, the D-League website, and then they're, like, you know distributing it through in PDF yeah. format after they export I mean, it from Excel. So we had the we had to walk uphill in the snow both ways with shoes that didn't have any bottoms just right. to get the newspaper. Right. You know, you had, like no, it, it was str- tough back in the day. You had to strap up your tennis rackets to your shoes to make sure your shoes didn't sink all the way in. And you need to get trapped, you know what I mean? I actually did feel like that this week, though. So that that, that does kind of have a little bit of validity, I must say. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're done messing around. Don't forget, you can check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes. Josh, blah, 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 blah. There's no Twitter handle. No. It's Josh Hayes FS and at Rotowire for all your season-long and DFS fancy needs. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.